Okay, are you recording? Yes. I gotta say, I really love your burp, 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 burps before you <laughs> clap because it just feels like an old timey news broadcast is about to begin. Breaking news. It's just in. It's just in. Two women claiming to be paranormal experts but really just like to chat and joke and have drinks are starting a podcast record called Banshees and Bows. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Her oh face. My God. Her face when she accidentally started the intro. It was so cute. <laughs> Well, this is good. We evened it out because last time I think we waited like 12 fucking minutes. It so. was 12 minutes and this was, oh girl, we did it under a minute. You know I like to keep them guessing. Oh my God, that is the record. Mm. 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 Take you know, that. I like being, uh, I like keeping them guessing and I also like being predictable. Um, I was... I was sit I was sitting on my couch the other day as I'm as I'm wont to do, and um, uh, I I literally was sitting here and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to sleep in a minute, but I just want to like relax. I just want to like watch one thing before I go to sleep, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see. I'm gonna go over to Netflix and maybe watch a comfort show. You know, a little DS9, a little West Wing, a little Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. something in in mm-hmm. that in that realm. And I pull open, I pull open the old Netflix, and it's like there's a new show, a docu series that's about this. It's called Sons of Sam, and oh. I was just like, what? what? I know what I'm doing for the next <gasps> four hours. <laughs> and oh my God. I did. And it was so good. Oh, it my was God. It's so on, good. It's Netflix, you said? Okay. I'm 90% sure it's Netflix. It's okay. a really good story um, that I'm not going to trouble with facts. But I'm 90% sure. I'll look while I'm talking. Um and I'm also 90% sure it's called Sons of Sam. Um, so this docuseries, The Sons of Sam, colon, A Descent into Darkness on Netflix. Okay, great. Okay, so this show is about, you know, the son of Sam killer, David Berkowitz. Uh-huh. Um, so it's basically about this um, news reporter who around the time started thinking, huh, he started finding this, this evidence and doing some research. And he's like, yeah, I don't think David Berkowitz is the son of Sam killer. And if he is, he definitely had help. It was definitely not just one person. Really? Yes. And so this, documentary follows this guy's like dogged pursuit of the theory that there was like a satanist cult that was responsible for these massacres i mean you know these like these killings of people and it's so interesting because 
I think it has some real things to say. I won't like talk too much about it because I think people, if you like our show, you probably like this. Um, yeah. So go watch it. It's very, it's very well done. And um, uh, they do cause the, you know, spoiler alert, the, the newspaper guy, he's, he's dead now. This, you know, it was the seventies. So. Yeah. Um, so when they're reading art, you know, from his book or, you know, notes or whatever, Paul Giamatti does the voice. <laughs> it's like nice, really great. <laughs> because we did our Abigail Adams, we did our founding mothers a little while ago. And I was so inspired that I was actually comfort watching the John Adams, uh, mini series. <laughs> oh my God. So it's been very Paul Giamatti heavy in my house lately so so anyway it it's very interesting especially because I also I'm a huge fan of the podcast um you're wrong about cannot recommend it and right I know I've heard someone else recently recommended it as well I can't remember I think it's kind of blowing up right now Yeah. yeah yeah and um one of the hosts of that and they've done an episode about it she's writing a book about the satanic panic and how oh cool it was all fucking made up basically right but it was so interesting because i was watching this and i was like i both believe that the satanic panic was made up and i believe that like the idea that people were like oh they're satanists killing babies blah 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 yes i fucking believe that that's made up I can also believe that there were some really disturbed people who thought they were being edgy mm-hmm. and yeah. and were like, no, we're going to go shoot somebody because of Satan. When really it was maybe just a cover for being a sociopath or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it was really interesting because I was kind of like a little bit on this guy's side in my brain, but then also being like, but the Satan worship stuff is bullshit. But also maybe this is kind of real. It was just really cool. I That's I really so cool. Okay. Really liked it. Did not sleep. Appreciated that. <laughs> um, oh my god! You got you're you're choosing the wrong things to wind down to. Well, it's just when I I literally out loud said, "Well, I'm gonna watch this." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I really do want to watch it, and I take all yeah. your suggestions to heart because I loved. The Orange Years, the Nickelodeon documentary. <laughs> and I know this one will be very different, but I, yeah. all of your suggestions, Tammy's Banshees and Binges are really <laughs> good. Thanks. Guys, I work from home. I frequently have tasks that I can do while watching things in the background. Awesome. And I just don't believe in letting my TV get cold. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so obviously I need to still listen to You're Wrong About, but also mm. what's it called? Son of No, The Sons of the Sam. The Sons of Sam. Sons yeah. of Sam. Super cool. Yeah. Oh, yay. All right. I'm into it. I'm Woo. into it. Son of Sam, that was New York? Wait. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. That's it right. was New York it was David Berkowitz and the things that you kind of know about it's uh, lovers uh, getting shot in their car That's and right. that he said that the dog told him to do it. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, really? Yeah. I knew that. I knew everything except a dog. A dog told him to do it? So it's all very confusing. These are the things that I remember from just, <laughs> I am now copying outright that you're wrong about format, which is <laughs> where... It's two millennials and one of them says, what do you remember about that thing growing up? And one of them says what they remember. And then the other one like 
does extensive they're both journalists so they do like extensive research to like tell you how you got it wrong you know so so the you're wrong about part that I'm doing is the things that I remember when I was younger is that he said a dog told him to kill but the dog's name was Sam but then he called himself the son of Sam in his written letters to the police which if you watch this documentary makes a lot more sense if you watch the documentary because okay tiny tiny spoiler but not much there actually is someone named sam who was a father figure to some people that were involved in this so i gotta watch it so good okay oh that sounds so good oh my gosh thank you what a strong open Mm. my god you know i have already a you went to go pee, and I sat here and thought, I don't have any small talk. What do I do with my life? Oh, I watch television. Okay, I can talk about that. <laughs> Let me scare Amy about serial killers and uh <laughs> Whatever, you have pizza coming. You'll feel better in a minute. I will. I will feel so much better. And Ithamar likes stuff like that, doesn't he? Does oh, he yes. Like- oh, okay, yeah, great. he does. He's not as much of a true crime junkie. or mm-hmm. He actually loves true crime. He doesn't love the paranormal stuff right right yeah so but yeah we watched the whole Richard Ramirez docuseries oh and that's right okay yeah, if you liked that yeah. I liked this one even better so. oh great and we yeah. watched the whole Cecil Hotel mm-hmm. docuseries as well oh, but yeah a lot better oh yeah we both were like wah, wah, mm-hmm. on Cecil but loved the Richard Ramirez one was yeah. so good yeah. yeah he likes that stuff so I think he'll really like this Great. Yes, Great. girl. Thank you. Oh, I'm excited. I want to well, go eat pizza and watch that right now. But we've got some reporting we've to do. We've got some reporting to do because, you know, it is the week when we do our 50 states of ghosts. And what is the state this week, Amy? It's the great state of Idaho. Idaho. No, Utah. Oh, Amy. you took it out of my mouth. Did you see my <laughs> lips going? I was pointing to you. <laughs> Utah. I've uh, been to Idaho. Have you been to Idaho? I have been to. Wait, is Sun Valley in Idaho? Fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a place called Sun Valley, and I think it was in Idaho. I've been to a place called Mountain Home, and it was definitely in Idaho. And cool. Sun Valley sounds like a thing that would be in Idaho, but it's also a thing that's very near where you live. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe in a past life I've been but yeah I'm pretty sure uh, back with my ex I've been to Idaho Mm -hmm. because he had friends out there I was gonna say is it family because I've got family and I think that's the only reason anybody goes to Idaho it was no offense yeah it was friends that like worked at some like you know ski resort type of town Mm. that kind of place but I remember it was beautiful and my trip Mm. got cut short because I got the call that my grandmama was in hospice so I had to leave after a few days and my stupid awful of a human ex didn't want to you know come Mm. with me because he was yeah. having a good time with his friends. So I flew by in myself. Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I just spit, spat on me microphone. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was all for the best because I got to mourn her in my own special way and be yeah. there for her and see her before she died. It was lovely. That's nice. Yeah. But that's my only memory of Idaho. How did, how did you like Idaho? 
Well, I was mad at Idaho because we had a family wedding and for some reason we had to, well, for some reason we were broke. So we had to drive from Texas to Idaho and it was a two day trip Uh. And because of when the wedding was, I had to skip the last day of seventh grade (gasps) and my thank you for your outrage because my mom was like, what's the big deal? It's the last day, so it's not like you're doing anything. And I was like, it's the most yeah, special day. That's the point. It Aww. is the day when we don't do anything and everyone says goodbye to each other and we sign yearbooks and blah, blah, blah. So I was fucking pissed. Yes. Every right to be pissed. That was also the trip. It was We had just downgraded from a <laughs> minivan to a Grand Dam. And we were still packing like we had a minivan. Oh, and so no. the car was so full. The trunk was full. And then they had to put stuff in the, the foot area, like our leg room in the back seat. So we did not, we couldn't put our legs down the whole trip. And so my, and my brother and I were like in the phase where we fucking hated each other, but we legitimately just like called a truce where we were like, I don't like you. You don't like me. We are going to just have to lay on each other this whole time. So can we just not fight about it? (laughs) And we would literally, we would turn and face each other and like wrap our legs around each other and lean back and go to sleep on our pillows. Oh my God. That's such a long trip to be like in those positions too. Like with the brother that you're fighting with. Two days. Yeah. Oh my God. So fun to come from cheap, broke families. I'll tell you what. My parents just drove back from Chicago, so that was more because they were scared of COVID than... That uh, makes a lot of sense, obviously. But I bet you could put your feet down, Mom and Dad. Yeah, Mom and Dad. I bet you could put your (laughs) chair back and rest if you needed some space, Uh Mom and Dad. I bet you didn't have to miss the last day of seventh grade. I bet everyone signed your yearbooks, Mom and Dad. (laughs) God. Oh, Oh, that really makes me sad that you missed the last (laughs) of seventh grade. I didn't realize I had this all pent up, but... Well, I'm glad you were able to work through it here on our therapy podcast. uh, Well, like I say, every other week we record on Tuesday, and when I'm not recording, I have therapy. So I'm just really in the habit of releasing on Tuesdays. This is your supplemental therapy. Yes. Thank you. you. (laughs) This one's a little cheaper. Uh, Mm, I'd take no money I take no insurance it's all <laughs> neither does my therapist anyway um <laughs> that's fine she's worth it um Good. what do you got for me today Amy what are you drinking oh girl I am drinking okay so Idaho is probably a stereotype but like potatoes hell yeah the Idaho potato and what alcohol is made with potatoes Woodka. Woodka. I'm actually doing a real basic bitch woodka. Um, I d- I'm just drinking a, a hibiscus lacroix, um, which I'm sure is really popular in Idaho. Um, sure. And and vodka. Although, so mine's Tito's, and I'm just wondering: is Tito's with potato? Is that what makes it like all clean and gluten free and no grains or something? I don't know. I don't know. I just know that potatoes makes vodka, but I don't really know how. All we need to know is there's vodka in this drink, yeah. and yeah. that's what yeah. I'm drinking. Yay! 
well, um, mine, I'm doing a tavern. It's called Pete's Tavern. Oh. And uh, one of the first sentences about it, it says, Pete's Tavern's a two-story brick structure with a basement that is a quaint, low-key neighborhood beer and wine cooler only bar. (laughs) Sweet. So I could have had a beer because I enjoy beer so much, but why do that? I figured I'd make things hard on myself. Now, wine cooler doesn't exactly exist in its, you know, perfect form now. Mm. But what is today's wine cooler, Amy, but the hard seltzer trend? Yes, I was going to say like a white claw. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. So I am having a uh, a Topo Chico hard seltzer. These just came out. Yes, they did. Uh Uh-huh, and this is a strawberry guava. (gasps) And I've had it before. It's pretty fucking good. I love Topo Chico so much. I love Topo Chico so much. And literally, I'm like, oh, I don't have to add my own booze now. I got to say, a Topo Chico and whiskey is just like, holy shit. I I told you this before. I don't believe in watering down whiskey. But Topo Chico, woo. There is something so fucking spectacular about the taste of Topo Chico that I'm like not into the whole hard seltzer trend. Yeah. But I, when I saw my first Topo Chico hard seltzer billboard, you better believe I was like, where can I find that shit? Because I will yep. drink that. I will yep. drink that. Strawberry guava? Yeah. Oh, I want. Oh, man. So, yeah. Well, well, cheers. Cheers to Idaho. To Idaho. Utaho. No, Utaho. <laughs> um, okay, Ugh. so I... Did what the fuck did I do? Because I did what this the research fuck did I do? very far in advance. Uh-huh. And Good for you. oh, okay. So I ran into some troubles. The same trouble I had with Ohio, I had with oh, Idaho. Yeah. As yeah. in, one article literally said. Sorry, my eyes are looking off to the side, but I have you all way off to the side of my no, computer. No, I just figured you were ignoring me. It's um, fine. I'm just reading all of my text messages while I. <laughs> Um, I, I, one article legit said (laughs) Idaho is, um, what was the word? Shit. I just lost it. But like, uh, basically like, it's really not that haunted. Like, Mm. you know, like, unfortunately, like it's one of the lesser haunted places. I'm like, oh, come on. We just ran into this with Ohio. Don't do this to me. What's wrong with the Midwest? And what touches Idaho? Freaking Montana. It's that whole area. There's no That's people. Right. There's you, not enough people that have died. You are right. I gotta no. shake up those those things yeah, and pull better because we're all in the Midwest territory now where it's like, yeah. well, for the first three hundred years about five people lived here. Mm-hmm. Um or, you know, this just occurred to me and it's too little too late now, but I should just go into the large city, like Boise, you know? Right. Like there's the bound to be city. more, yep. yeah, yeah, or like, yeah, like a college or something. But no, I was like, Boise what? State. <laughs> there you go. Sure, that's a college. I'm sure. Boise it State. Is. Never heard uh-huh. of it. Okay, great. <laughs> I should have Boise State. Uh, that's crazy because Boise's not a state. You guys. <laughs> you could tell me it is, and I would believe you. Actually, <laughs> it's not. You're right, Amy. You're a hundred percent right. Boise is not a state. What would you? Why would you call college Boise State? It's Idaho in Boise. No, Boise in Idaho State. Okay, <laughs> renaming it North America, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
Marie, I'm making my own map. Okay, guys. Jeez. Um, so I went like, I, uh, this was like infuriating. I started like four different topics mm-hmm. only to run into the same old issues. Like no more than two sentences on each one, even though it sounded promising. So yep. I just went to the most commonly haunted shit ever. The Idaho State Women's Penitentiary. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> Damn it. I should have. I should don't have dr- don't Google women's bathrooms in Idaho. That's gonna get you on a list. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't Google spooky ladies' bathrooms, please. <laughs> Next time I need a topic, I'll just drive to a state and use their bathroom and be bathrooms like, bathrooms oh, where people have died. <laughs> like, oh no, murder bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I did, good idea. I did the penitentiary because, of course, like it was all over the Travel Channel website, which I'm mm-hmm. like, obviously, that means Ghost good Adventures sign. went. Yeah. There, yeah. Um, okay, so I did the Idaho State Penitentiary, and please forgive me, my research is all over the fucking place because I, I cited a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, um, in the late 19th century, the territory of Idaho was a frontier land, and it was lawless. And in order to abstain, obtain statehood in the Union, Idaho had to have a prison. that is the most american thing i've ever heard in my fucking life (laughs) (laughs) and it better be it better be privatized okay (laughs) oh my god seriously yeah so they built it for like oh okay so they built a prison in 1870 um it was one single cell and they're like now we're a state yay (laughs) And then it like grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and it just got crazy. Over the next 100 years, more than 13,000 convicts, including 215 ladies, Mm. um, would call the Idaho State Penitentiary home sweet home. (laughs) Um, And at least 110 of them died within their um, within the walls of old age, illness and murder. murder. You heard me. Murder, I say. <laughs> um, uh, but even still, in the history of the state penitentiary, only 11 executions took place. Huh. Uh, yeah, so I guess not that many when you come to think that it's been like 250 years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, my computer screen was way too bright. <laughs> like, my face <laughs> looks like it's on fire. <laughs> uh, my eyes hurt. Um, so, of course, this, you know, kind of almost goes without saying, like, it had very brutal conditions um Mm -hmm. like practically inhumane um uh the sandstone formed its walls and um it made for like every inexpensive building material but it also intensified temperatures in the cells right right so in the summer it retained heat and then in the winter, it retained like bitter, bitter cold. So a lot you of suck sandstone. Sandstone, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jeez, go rest. Um, <laughs> and they didn't have proper plumbing in the in the building until Ugh. the 1920s, oh, which also spread disease. Um, mm. There was an ill working ventilation system. Basically, people were just choking on poo particles. Just. Oof. Just eating them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, Just, <laughs> oh Christ, <laughs> that was visceral, Amy. That was visceral. <laughs> uh, uh, God, I'm gonna lose my. I'm not gonna want to eat my pizza after this. 
Oh God. <laughs> um, and then, you know, there were riots and lots of violence and all that stuff. So, you know, like typical shit. Um, okay. And then, da, 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 da. okay. So the prison eventually, the penitentiary eventually closed down in, uh, on December 3rd, 1973. And after that, it was placed on the National Register of Historic Places, which meant like, oh, we're not really going to like make too many modifications to this building. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just like left it. And because riots had broken out there in the past, a lot of it was like burnt down and just like really just in shitty, shitty conditions. I mean, why put it on the register? Because like it just seems it's old. to have been like a bad place and was in yeah. bad condition and is bad. Right. But they're like, this is the building that made us a state. And it's going to You know stay. what? That's fair. That's oh, fair. Yeah, you know what they should do? Should, they should take one of the sandstones and just leave it there and be like, look. There you is. go. There I'm, you go. I'm sorry. Am I better at historical monuments in the entire state of Idaho? Okay. I think you are, Tammy. Kay. I think Okay. Look, I'm renaming the the local universities, and uh-huh. you can rename them. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like how they're tearing down Confederate statues, like yeah. statues of Confederate leaders. But like, leave like a plaque that says like, "Here's what was here, and why we tore it down, and mm-hmm. here's what should be remembered." You know, like just do that with the prison. And you know, people they'll say that like, and like, I've been to Berlin. I have been in Berlin, and. It's weird because you realize like, oh, I there's a sign that's like, I don't know, the bunker was probably around here. It sucked. Oh, it was a bad thing. And it's just like a little thing. And they really did. Like, you're not allowed to, like, almost nowhere has Hitler's name. You Good. Know? I, as yeah. it should be. Yeah. And it's, it's, so, it's so interesting, too, because that city is very, like, it doesn't feel like an old city in Europe. And mm. you realize it's because we blew it all up, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, I went to, was it Brandenburg palace? Or was it Charl- Charlottenburg? That's where I went. And you know, half of it, there's like a whole interactive thing. That's like, here's the p- places that got exploded. And here's how we re- rebuilt these things and blah, blah, blah. And like, I was watching it and I kind of was like, sorry and you're welcome you know because like right you know like sorry this got blown up but also you're welcome we stopped fascism you know for the moment uh (laughs) anyway yeah yeah whoops should have should have found a more permanent solution diverged Uh, (laughs) oh yeah no can't can't not talk about hitler i guess um you know wherever you go there he is (laughs) (laughs) I well, even in Idaho. <laughs> Cause speaking of Hitler, yeah. uh, the Idaho State Penitentiary has some notorious <laughs> inmates, Tammy. Ooh, d- um, did it. The most notorious inmate mm-hmm. um was a man named Raymond Snowden, and he was dubbed Idaho's Jack the Ripper. Oh shit. Oh shit. He was convicted. Oh, he's more modern than I thought. Um, he, he was convicted in 1956 Wow. Um, of and sentenced to death. I think further down in the article I have more. Oh, here we are. Uh, he murdered a woman named Cora Dean. She was a local woman. She was a mother of two. 
And I think they were like dating kind of. I think she was single. Mm -hmm. And then they got in like a big fight after a night of drinking. And Mm. he just like. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. He he claimed that he snapped and like because she backhanded him. And um, and then she kicked him and he like flipped the fuck out and he stabbed Mm. her 35 times. Yeah. That sounds like a reasonable response. Yeah. And before his hanging, he confessed to murdering two other women. Okay, so maybe it doesn't really matter if she even touched a hair on his head. I know. <laughs> so. I think she was a dead woman anyway. Yeah. And, um, and then, so at his hanging, uh, the trapdoor was pulled, but the noose <gasps> didn't break his neck. Uh-uh. And he struggled and suffocated for 15 mm. minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, that takes a long time. Oh, God, gross, gross, gross. Yeah. Um, so he haunts the place. Um, and then another inmate named Harry Orchard died in the prison in 1954. Um, in 1908, he was, he entered there convicted for the murder of governor Frank Stunenberg. Oh shit. Yeah. But during his trial, um, this dude confessed to many, many more murders as well. Mm. So in he went, um, he, sorry, let me see something. Oh, but like on the stand, he was like confessing to all of these these other murders that he did, but in an eerily polite, precise, and unhesitating way, which is like really, really spooky. And among his sins, he listed a career as a union terrorist that resulted in the loss of 17 lives, including that of the governor. Um Cross-examined for 26 hours about his killings, bigamy, heavy drinking, compulsive gambling, and womanizing, Orchard's <laughs> disturbing calm on the stand stunned the courtroom. I was going to say, that's probably like the worst time to confess to crimes is yeah. when you're on the stand. I mean, you're but... already on the stand. Why don't you just, you know, guilty until, pro- uh, wait, innocent until proven guilty, bro. <laughs> You've got, you don't have to confess. Um, so he, he also died in there. Um, all right, let's just go to the paranormal activity. Um, okay. So, uh, in how, wait, I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip. Okay. General shit, right? Okay. Yep. Footsteps echoing in the halls when there's no one else around. Oh, cause they do tours of the prison now as, oh, right. as, as they all do. Disembodied voices being touched and sometimes even pushed by unseen hands the feeling of being watched, apparitions and shadowy figures le- lingering throughout the abandoned prison, sinister feelings, strange sounds and voices and uh, dark and ent- seeing dark entities. Mm. Eerie activity intensifies near the frightening solitary confinement cell and the gallows. I mean, I mean, Kadur. So <laughs> I cited this part from a website. This is really cool called thedeadhistory.com. Mm. Yeah. So the there's a rose garden at the penitentiary. <gasps> oh, right. We were talking about rose gardens recently with the, yeah. the find, founding mother. Dolly episode. Madison. Yes. Yeah. So there's a haunted rose garden here. Mm. The rose garden um, is a location where numerous people have described witnessing paranormal activity. People have reported experiencing sudden severe headaches and seeing a red light floating around the garden area. So that's interesting. Usually it's like a white light or a greenish colored orb. I have never in all of our research heard of a red light. Yeah, that doesn't sound familiar to me. And like a really intense headache. That's Different. Huh. Yeah, yeah, right? Um, 
And apparently there's a, the apparition of an older prisoner tending to the roses that visitors oh. have seen. Um, usually they think it's an employee, um, only to turn around and find that he has vanished. And uh, there's a, also like a small museum there. And the museum staff are like, uh, we never dress up in historic uniforms. Like that was an <laughs> old timey prisoner. Um, what else? There's a multi-purpose building. The font is so fucking small. Forgive me. Um, <laughs> so the multi-purpose building was uh, used as a shirt factory, um, oh. a laundry building, a license plate shop, a bakery, a shoe shop, a hobby room, and also housed a communal shower. <laughs> Wait, it re- they really did license plates there? Because yeah. I f- that's so cool because I feel like that's like a stereotype me of like too. stamp and plates in prison. But- I thought the same thing. <laughs> I so thought that was like a jokey stereotype. Yeah, but no, they I love really that. did. Um, oh, let's see. Uh, it's also rumored to be a hot spot for paranormal activity because there was at least one death in this building in August of 1971. Guards found um, a prisoner dead I'm sorry, the guards found a guard that had been murdered oh, by a prisoner. Um, he was stabbed and beaten, and then his body was rolled up inside a gym mat in the multi-purpose building. Ooh. And then there's cell house number four. Cell um, house number four. Is that I'm- cell block tango? I don't know. Uh, it should have been. Oh. I was doing Mambo number five. Oh, my God. Uh, we should have done that. Wait, wait, what was Snowden's house? The the Jack Thurper dude. He was number five. It's, uh, oh, was he? Wait, shit. Maybe I never said it because I skipped around a bunch. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I think he was number five. Uh, like prisoner number or in the cell? No, he was like cell house number five, but now I lost cell it. Cell house number, number five. five. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. We tried to break your neck, but you were still alive when you... Yeah! Oh, my God! <laughs> I was stuck at that! <laughs> Holy shit! Mm. I had to take a drink for that. Um, okay, well, this is cell house number four. Uh, the fatal plunge, this is called... Um, Douglas Van Vlack was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh at people's I names. I didn't know that was just a funny name. It's just really good. Uh, he was convicted of the premeditated murder of his ex-wife. Um, and he also kills two policemen in 1935. I mean, You're not Idaho. supposed to do that. <laughs> Idaho. Get your shit together, people. Yeah. Come on. So he was sentenced to death after his trial. Um, however, on December 9th, Van Vlack was visited by a reverend from an Episcopal church in Boise to administer his last sacraments. Mm -hmm. Um, his parents arrived to say goodbye to their son at his cell. The cell door was open and closely watched by a prison guard. Just before leaving, his mother hugged him and whispered something in his ear. Did your lights just turn out? Oh God, it's 10 o'clock. It's 10 (laughs) o'clock. But it scared me so bad. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, if you have a smart speaker, turn turn this down. Alexa, turn on living room. Oh, God, that scared the shit out of me. I was was going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, and the the lights just went out. It was really scary. That's so creepy. Oh, God, that was 
was so creepy. Okay. Okay. Got, I'm back right, in it. Right. I'm back in it. Okay. Right. So the door so was watched. The door was open, but being watched okay. because his okay. parents were saying goodbye to him. Yeah. And his parents exited the cell. Dude fucking broke out. He ran for it. He was like, bye, bitches. So Whoa. the guards are going after him and they're scrambling up onto the rafters of the cell block. <gasps> He walks across a beam and, of course, he fucking Uh. falls and dies. But he doesn't die immediately. Um, And he dove. uh, It was 30 feet to the concrete floor below. Oh, Jesus. He landed on his head and his right shoulder, but he didn't die immediately. So the prison officials decided, we'll just roll him onto a mattress, cover him with a blanket, and just wait for him to die. What the fuck? fuck because they're like well he was about to be sentenced to he was sentenced to death anyway yeah that's not how that works and tammy you know how the newspapers were in the 1930s yeah there were photos no girl i did not want to see that um but anyway so cell house number four is is very (laughs) haunted as well although there wasn't a bunch of uh ghosty stuff now real real quick um this is from the website (laughs) idahohauntedhouses.com and there are some reviews of people who went on the tour yes and um how many pumpkins did they give it out of five oh my god every single review has five pumpkins oh good good isn't that great (laughs) i love those little pumpkins they're so fucking cute um uh let's see uh real quick somebody didn't believe in ghosts they took the tour and then they saw a dude walk through a wall and disappear whoa i need that they're now That'll do it believers that the title of their thing is insane um <laughs> and this one is called possessed um so these people went and did a tour with a Ouija board. No. I know. They, they brought a Ouija board and EMF meter and rods. Um, but they went into the, the gallows where people were, were hung for their death sentence. And they got out the fucking Ouija board. Uh-uh. Began playing with it. And they're like, oh, man, nothing's happening. 15 minutes later, still nothing was happening. So then they tried again with the EMF. And the EMF went all the way to red. And the board started to spell out letters and words <laughs> that they're like, I think it was in Latin. I'm like, hmm. that means that you don't know what the hell it was saying. Um, yeah. yeah. So his friends took the the palette, they called it, but the thing that moves yep. around. Mm-hmm. Um, which the, isn't the lan- lan- yeah. they, lancet? I thought it was lancet. They called it a palette. Pla- pla- planchette. 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 Right? I'll believe anything you say. I'm like, yeah, that's it. <sighs> I think it's planchette. I think so too. But she grabbed it because she was like freaking out. And I guess you're not supposed to do that. And yeah. the the spirit got like really mad and, and apparently possessed her. It goes, this is the sentence how it ends, Tammy. This is great. I guess the spirit got mad, like really mad and possessed her. We had to call a priest and hold her down. She's fine now, just in a mental hospital. that killed me another person saw a red-haired woman um in the prison i know right um then they heard old-timey band music and she came dancing by and then disappeared number five (laughs) i like i like monica sandra whatever all those names are like uh is it tammy's in there (laughs) 
It is? Lucky? Yeah, Tammy's never in things, and Tammy was in there. That's really cute. I know. I feel like Sandra and Rita. And if, uh, you know, getting sweeter. Yeah, uh, Sandra, know. Pamela, Angela, and Rita. Oh, Yeah, God. and Tammy. Uh-huh. And Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> but that is the very broken up uh, version of the Idaho State Penitentiary. Basically, that shit is fucked up. There were some crazy lawbreakers in yeah. Idaho. And you guys, don't go there. Just don't. I don't care if I it's mean, historic. I made I made fun of them for being like you have to have a prison, but apparently somebody knew something we didn't because there's a bunch of murderers running around there. <laughs> um, by the way, can confirm it is called a planchette. Thank you, Tammy. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it is that. Not called a lancet, which is the first thing that I said. That's what you use to open up boils. Okay. Ew, and it's not yes. called a placet, which is what this person wrote. But mm, whatever. They- they, they also are like, my friend's fine. They're just in a mental hospital. <laughs> Somebody was having a feeling. Yeah. Um, okay, so great. Shall we travel to this other part of the state, I guess, because I don't know where this is. It's in Nampa, Idaho. Not, not Tampa. Not, Nampa. That's in Florida. This is Nampa. This is, this is not Tampa. Nampa. 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 <laughs> Niente nyampa. 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 <laughs> uh, Pete's Tavern in Nyampa, Idaho. Okay. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> um, so I went to not IdahoHauntedHouses.com, but just PlainHauntedHouses.com uh, and Wikipedia. And then I found this website, GreatAmericanGhostTour.co.uk. Oh. Wow. Let's a British website in. for our Great for American, American ghost tour. Okay. Ghost tour. Okay. 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 And that they were like, you should go to Idaho. <laughs> Somebody is making fun of you, British people. Um, don't do it. <laughs> I'm just bitter about seventh grade still. Okay. Mm, so don't blame you. Here we go. So uh Pete's Tavern, which is the current establishment, it, it was opened in 1945, but the building had been there for many years before and has a very long history. Um, originally, it was uh, wooden structures in, in the historic downtown area. Um, Nampa was formed in 1885 and that these buildings were built very quickly. Um, uh, and they think they were probably finished by 1886 uh, to create the commercial district of the downtown. However, on July 3rd, 1909, what do you think happened? A fire. A fire. A yes. huge fire, even. Bing- put that on your bingo. Um, <laughs> ghost bingo. <laughs> ghost bingo. Um, the entire downtown block uh, was completely destroyed. And then they rebuilt, and this time they used brick instead of wood because somebody was listening to uh, the Three Little Pigs. And (laughs) they were like, can't blow this shit down. Okay. (laughs) So the earliest businesses there were a butcher shop, a common store, which was, quote, needed for the community, and a Chinese laundry, 
which it actually was a Chinese laundry because at the time there were a lot of Chinese immigrants who had come to work on the railroad, um, which was going up there. Yeah. And so there were a lot of Chinese workers working on, on the railroad and then starting other businesses such as laundry. Um, Okay. So then during prohibition years, there was a hidden speakeasy in the back of the building and one of the rooms was closed off and there was like a big wooden door. And so uh, there was another business run in the front so people could go in ostensibly. I'm like, I know how a speakeasy works, but thank you. Yeah. We've, um, we've been to the cute hipster ones. That, I've been you know, to, yeah. Like everyone I knows still, about. I still love that one in uh, Culver City that's the barber shop. And you go in oh, through the barber shop. Yeah, I yeah. never got. Oh, I've read about that one. It looked so cool. I wonder if it's still there. I mean, everything's probably closed down now. But I mean, if you were running a speakeasy pre-pandemic, yeah, then you kind of could have probably still ran it during the pandemic. Maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think it really was. Spe- I think it was probably on the books, Amy. Yeah, the thing about Los Angeles speakeasies is like they're on Yelp. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> I love the speakeasy. It was so cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, it was funny because you really did have to go through the barbershop to get there. So like one time I went there kind of late and there were a bunch of barbers hanging out, having drinks, sitting in their chairs. Oh and they're like, God. yeah, yeah, go on in. Who cares? That's so, so fun. Anyway, they had good grilled cheese there. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, let's see. The entrance to this room is now called the cave. And it's still got the big, heavy wooden door with its peephole in it. Um, so they could check you out before you came in, in case you were Johnny Law. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, right after Prohibition, it was called the – oh, there's there's no way I can pronounce this word. It's not a word. I'm going to spell it for you. Okay. O-W-Y-H-E-E. Oh, it hurts, but it's funny. Okay. And then the Owee Lounge became Pete's Tavern. Naturally. Okay, so let's get to it. Okay, so it's not clear who necessarily are the ghosts in Pete's Tavern, but there are some entities that have been seen multiple times. Um, So this is just talking about what ghosts are, and I think we're pretty aware. Okay, at least four regular entities still haunt the cave, which is that back part. Um, mostly people see shadows and not full bodied apparitions, but, um, they also report hearing and feeling things, especially when they're back in that cave area. And, um, a bunch of ghost hunters have gone in and explored this place. And, uh, a lot of them have gotten, uh, recordings of voices on, on tape. Um, most commonly there are two male voices and two female voices, um and then this says three of them are described as playful and friendly but there's always a wet blanket in every crowd <laughs> a wet blanket ghost so here's our wet blanket ghost it's an old man who is very cranky and grumpy 
And he communicates very tersely in one-word sentences. Maybe he's just tired. Uh, he's old man. He was old when he died. He didn't die Hello? like feeling great, you guys. He just wants to have a drink and be left alone. Oh, yes. my God. He doesn't want to deal with all these hipster, you know, yeah. prohibition types. He's like, in my day, a speakeasy was actually a speakeasy. <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> Oh, Gramps, you're such a wet blanket when you're dead. Come on. <laughs> um, the next entity is a, a younger man, that a voice that's been recorded, and apparently he talks a lot. Um, there was one investigator from, the Id- from Idaho Paranormal um, who asked a bunch of questions and got answers in a conversational way. Nobody cared to elaborate what that meant, but great thank uh, you he's super chatty the paranormal mm-hmm. investigators are like okay okay no, we're, we're good oh we gotta go oh my gosh no, we're not dead yet oh. so time is not infinite uh. yet but oh no it's the batteries are running so <gasps> so 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 low but yeah. i can follow you no 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 Please. No, it's fine. It's really um, let me recharge uh, them <laughs> <laughs> actually i gotta go to prison after this so i'm just gonna you really, Head. the ghosts are really mean there, so yeah. <laughs> stay here, please. Um, there is a woman who speaks with either a British or Southern accent, and I was like, okay, Very different. Except for sometimes not. Like, oh. when I started thinking about it, I was like, like that real deep Southern Georgia kind of a thing. Yeah. Like. You sometimes you can't really tell in old timey movies if it's British or Southern. You That's know? true, like, especially if it's during, on like a ghost box recorder like or something. Yeah. S- yeah. Soft R's. Yeah. Feel like they, you know, uh-huh. care okay. about. I see that. I see that. Um, and then there, lastly, a soft spoken woman who only whispers and her words are hard to decipher. Um, but many think that she was connected um, to when there was a Chinese laundry next door. Um, uh, they don't specify why again, uh, (laughs) lots of whispers, lots of touches, uh, intense cold spots. And, um, there was a quote, oh, from the, uh, uh, Idaho paranormal, the room will get very cold and you'll feel the presence of things move near you and around you. The spirits of the cave love to play with hair, touch your back and legs and yeah. move cold air past you. Yeah. They whisper in your ear and will even tap on the bar to get your attention. Oh, God, no. Oh, ah. no thank you, yeah. Pete's Tavern in Nampa, Idaho. No, Nampa. Nampa. No, Nampa. I do oh, not want anyone touching my legs. Living or dead, get your paws off of me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Just delightful. That is one haunted room. Like, that's like really haunted for one little place. For a tiny little cave in the back of a tavern. Because it's not like someone just blew the place up or shot everyone up and what, you know, it was just like. 
not like a, a huge trauma happened there. Although I will say in the pictures that I was seeing, it did kind of look like there was a lot of like limestone. Like it kind of looked <gasps> ah, like a cave. So I limestone. wonder if it was that like sucked. Well, you know what? It was probably fucking sandstone. It was probably the same goddamn stone. True. True. But sucks up heat, sucks up cold, sucks up spirits. spirits. Well, limestone is notoriously like carries really like spirit energy mm-hmm. like they I remember this was way early in our podcast years we were little babies Aww. and I just remember like granite and limestone were the two oh, yeah. the two like natural materials yeah, yeah yeah exactly oh because they're oh my god I think I was talking about haunted bathrooms and why are bathrooms always so haunted and <gasps> right. I think they said there's a lot of limestone in bathrooms or like as um, foundations or something mm. something like that it was so long ago but yeah so even if it was limestone or sandstone, mm-hmm. fucking that shit is haunted. It comes yeah. with the territory. Woo! Yep, yep, yep. Is yep. is Pete's still standing? Like yep. uh, operating, I mean? Operational. I should have looked up Yelp reviews. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I always love to look at the menu, too, and be like, damn, it's yeah. cheap everywhere else but here. Ah. <sighs> uh, <Right? laughs> Like when I did the, oh gosh, when we did, I don't know, I did some Gettysburg Tavern or whatever. Yes, yes. And I, I was like, no, Tammy, the bottle of wine is $12. <laughs> yeah. Not the glass. The bottle. It's freaking insane. What the insane. fuck? Insane. They're like, we don't mind losing a profit on this one. Just take the bottle for 12 bucks. Well, you know, it's so funny to me around here, you know, we've got like some, bre- well, there's a bunch of breweries around here now and- you know, they've got their their like beer halls and there's there's stupid laws right now where you can't serve food in most of those places. Like oh, they're trying yeah. to get it changed. But, you know, people bring food trucks and whatever, but you can't actually just have a menu like like at Golden Road. You know, they have a good menu and everything. Yes, they do. So they're trying to get that law changed and I will sign anything anybody wants. But um, I was going to say what's so funny is because it's at the brewery. It's so cheap. Like when I go to um, Four Corners, uh, which is a really great place near me, and I I love their beer, uh, all their pints are $5, and you get to fucking keep the pint glass. (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, you can't get any alcoholic beverage for under $5 out here. I know. Put them on the glass. Yeah, pretty much everywhere the pints are, are... five bucks if you're at the brewery unless it's like something really special but um i you know what i started doing there's so there's a cidery down the street from oh me. cool and it's actually it's real small it's this tiny little bar but it's the actual like cider place i don't think they do the brewery brewing there but anyway i bought a growler i bought a big 64 ounce growler that I can get refilled with the, like, whatever they've got on tap. So stuff that they haven't canned, that oh. they're not, like, sending off, you yeah, know, yeah. to stores. So I can go and and whatever they've got special that they've been, you know, trying out or whatever. Um, the one that I really like right now is called Tiger's Blood. Uh-huh. And it's, like, it's um this one that they have called Crackberry, which is, like, these dark, 
berry cider and then they add like a coconut to it and it really does it tastes like a freaking snow cone it tastes like a tiger's My blood snow God, cone that sounds amazing it's really good and you know i don't like sweet things but like oh my it's not sweet it's like a cider that with that flavor i don't know it's uh, so good I know yeah. you want to come visit me, but maybe I need to go out there and visit you. Girl, you should come visit me because I've been to L.A. <laughs> I know, and I've never been to Texas. I've been to Austin, but I've never yep. been to, like, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, oh, Well, man. you're invited. I've got a very comfortable couch. I love comfy couches, and I get to snuggle with the kitties. Or do yeah. they sleep in your bed with you? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> They'll come and wake me up when they decide they want breakfast. <laughs> And that's when you get up to give them breakfast and I take your bed. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. you can stay in my bed. I don't care. Oh, we can snuggle. It's the best. I do. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Now I just miss you and I want to drink a bl- tiger's blood growler with you. God, I will split oh. a growler with you on the streets of Dallas. Oh. <laughs> this girl oh Oh my god you're gonna come to dallas and people are gonna be like how was it you're gonna be like i don't remember we were drunk the whole time (laughs) and i love texas i love texas it's very blurry guys babe babe we're gonna gonna move here babe the tiger's I got the eye of the tiger and and I say at least it was forty five dollars. <laughs> We're moving here. Five dollar. I've got so many. I've got so many pint glasses I'm bringing home. Okay, it's really so your carry on's just like ching 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 ching. <laughs> <laughs> haunted local Mm -hmm. taverns or you live in Idaho and if you know if that's where Sun Valley is uh, (laughs) drop us a line you can email us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com you can drop a line on our website which we think is up and running Uh uh Uh, banshiesandbooze.com that's right you can come on over to Instagram we are at banshiesandbooze and um, if you want to see if the limestone sucked up any more of our (laughs) tweets you can find us on Twitter at banshies and rate review and subscribe and always leave a nice little comment on our itunes uh what is it you can reviews review that's the word oh i already said review i was trying to elaborate and i didn't do a good job because i don't know what i'm gonna say for our Mm -hmm. for our ending it's improv oh my god me neither shit okay okay anyway it's improv so yeah please rate review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and uh hey tammy Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, um, uh, just just uh, put it on a mattress and put a little blanket over its head and just let it go in its own time. <laughs> Who cares? I can't believe you remembered that because I forgot about that part. It was I was very disturbed, <laughs> and I saw the fucking pictures, and oh, I, I'm God. like, what? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you Jesus. I will not be posting those photos on Instagram. Thank you. FYI. They'll we'll probably ban me from it. Yeah. I know. Oh, uh, man. Holy hey, shit. I for- Amy. I forgot I have a turn. 
<laughs> yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, uh, just just yell, Why am I doing this? I have to edit this. <laughs> oh, no. no it's no, about it's to blow your earlobes apart. Well, I'm going to just let it blow your earlobes, <laughs> my dear listeners. <laughs> Sorry oh, about that. Love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't hate the podcasters. Hate the Hate ghosts. the editor. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good it's one. Fine. All right, guys. Um, stay, we love you so much. Thanks for listening. We love you. See you next week. Bye. next week (laughs) anyway time to go eat pizza